Hi there. Welcome to OTs Get Paid, the podcast for OT entrepreneurs, where we learn about everything you need to know to move from thinking like a therapist to acting like a CEO and making good money along the way. Are you curious how to continue to be true to your mission of helping others as an OT and get paid what you're worth? Do you want to know the best tips that add zeros to your bank account? Do you wonder how other OTs do it too? I'm your host, Trish Williams, a Canadian, a mom, a not-so-closet choir nerd, an occupational therapist of over 26 years. I spent most of those years loving my profession, but secretly wishing I could get paid a lot more. Did I feel like I had an important job that had great impact on my clients and society? Check. Did I also wish I could feel validation in that work through getting paid enough to feel financial freedom? Check, check. So finally in my 40s, as a single mom who needed to get real with my income, I built two six-figure businesses, including my latest as an OT entrepreneur coach at Trish Williams Consulting. And through this, I heard the secret shame that others felt the same way too. So I'm raising my voice and raising my profile of this issue and probably raising my prices. I'm here to talk about OTs making money. So let's do like Scrooge McDuck and dive into those giant piles of gold coins and get swimming and start this episode. Welcome, OT entrepreneurs, to the OTs Get Paid podcast, Season 1, Episode 17. As you know, this season is devoted to talking about increasing your revenue and all things pricing. And today, we discuss why is wealth important for OTs. And by the way, welcome to our first mini episode, our first Get Paid Perks episode. Each week in the OTs Get Paid Facebook group, we offer bonus content and training in topics around marketing, sales, finances, operations, teams, and money mindset. That sounds pretty broad. We do some amazing deep dives when I tell you that this bonus training, these get paid perks, are not one-offs. They are very well prepared, very well researched as I do in the podcast. I love sharing content and giving you guys really important pieces of information that will help you move the needle in your OT businesses. This continues the goal of my company, Trish Williams Consulting, and helping OT entrepreneurs grow and scale their OT businesses and follows our bigger mission of bringing more wealth into the hands of occupational therapists. In this female-dominated profession, we cannot ignore that more money to OTs equals more money to more women. And guess what, guys? What do women do with more money? They give back. The research shows time and time again, women give back to their teams, they give back to their employees, they give back to their families, and they give back to their community at large. Women make an impact with their money for the collective good. (laughs) That's a big mission for a small business. This almost sounds like the little podcast that could. So here we go. We are bringing you a third 
podcast every month. Yep, we've moved from two to three. And we are bringing forth some of that amazing Get Paid Perks content that you will find in our Facebook group live Wednesday mornings, 8 o'clock or 8.30 PST, 8.30 a.m. PST. Now, please understand as you're listening to this Get Paid Perks podcast, again, we're going to have one a month, that these trainings in the Facebook group are not done in Studio C, that studio closet, y'all. And they have a different audio quality and overall tone than our regular podcast episodes. So enjoy. If you like what you hear and you want more, then I invite you to join the OT's Get Paid Facebook board for our Get Paid Perks training every Wednesday 8.30 a.m. PST. Link in the show notes. Let's dive in. Welcome to Get Paid Perks. Today we are going to be talking about why wealth is so important for occupational therapists. Let's start there. We know that occupational therapy is a woman-dominated industry. And therefore, women-based professions are a societal issue. The more that I think about this, the more I cannot step away from this truth. I don't want to be a in-your-face, pushing every boundary, you know, anti-men, pro-woman feminist, and yet... When I talk about OTs getting paid, it is almost impossible to avoid discussing a disparity in gender, in the gender pay. And I want to do a bit more of a deep dive on this today. So again, if I show up to talk to the OT community about OTs getting paid, we would be remiss to avoid that If OT is a woman-dominated profession, this then becomes a societal issue that we really need to start to capture and talk about this. Again, I'm just beginning to wrap my head around this. Um, This started in a book that I read by Rachel Rogers called We Should All Be Millionaires. I'll tag that uh, at the bottom. And additionally, I have done more of a deep dive, and a lot of this is informed by Forbes what I'm going to talk to you today. So let's look at some statistics. So in 2017, and these are US-based statistics, in 2017, women earned 82% of what men are. Hey, it's Trish. Now that I've got your attention, I wanted to tell you about something that we are really excited about here at OTs Get Paid. This month, we are kicking off our formal systemic organized, planned, woohoo, referral program. With every referral of somebody that you bring to us that purchases one of our two signature programs, Road to 100K and 100K Club, we give you money. We're leaning into it. We're leaning into our brand and we're going to get you paid. At this point, we are offering $400 for people who refer someone who enrolls in our 100K Club mastermind and $250 for somebody that enrolls in our Road to 100K program. But we're not stopping there. Your referred member will also get access to a bonus Q&A Zoom call every month that we are doing 
just for new referred members with our coaches. It's going to be Q&A, ask the coach anything. How are you going to do this? The best way to do this is to connect with us via email or through DMs. We're keeping it really simple for right now. And we're saying, hey, here's their deets. Do you want us to call them? Are they going to get in touch with us? And as long as you mention each other, we will connect you and let our system wheels spin and they will get their bonuses and you will get yours. And I want to remind you, we are a company with a mission. It is to bring more wealth to more female OT entrepreneurs because we know what women do with money. They use it to better their families and they use it to better their communities. So for every dollar that we generate here at OTs Get Paid every year, we give away 1% of our gross income to Dress for Success, which is a charity, an organization that's dedicated to empowering women towards financial independence. I hate to use the term win-win-win. Somebody has a better one. Please let me know. But we don't want you to keep those benefits to yourself anymore. We want your referral partner to win. We want you to win. And of course, we have a social agenda here at OTs Get Paid. Women of color, Latina women, indigenous peoples earned less. I do want to go on record to say that I ask for your grace if I get any of the language of inclusivity incorrect. We all do our best. My heart is in the right place. When I say women, I mean people who identify as women. I understand and truly believe that gender is a construct. Uh, And so that is, you know, where I stand. And if I make an error in any of my language, I apologize. And please feel free if you want to provide any feedback on how I can level up my game as I speak to these, you know, tender issues. I welcome all feedback on this of how I can do better and of how OTs, Trish Williams Consulting and OTs Get Paid can do better as a company. Let's also, second, let's talk about the pink tax. We know as women that we pay more for products than men. I'm thinking back to pink razors. Has anybody been in the store and seen like the pink razors as so much more expensive? And dry cleaning, I remember there was a big hoopla about that dry cleaning. I mean, a haircut, et cetera, et cetera. So we know that we pay more for items while earning less. Also, the statistics show, and I haven't done a deep dive on this, however, in terms of like finding the absolute best source of this material, I see this quoted in a bunch of different places but haven't gotten into the research myself, is that women invest less than men, and the stats show that women are often better at investing than men. And point number four is we earn less and we live longer. So it is really, there is disparity that is undeniable. And what I really want to also focus on is, you know, what should women be doing with that money when they get it? Before I go there, though, I want to talk a bit more about the history. This is history that's based in Canada that I was able to pull somewhat from the Rachel Rogers book and from other sources. So, you know, I also want to remind everyone that women or people who identify as women have a history of being shown and told by society that we are bad with money. And I put that in quotation marks. That, you know, there's a constant question that exists in the world of 
should women be confident in their ability to make money and manage their money and make financial decisions. And again, like my cheeks are a little bit red. This is not easy for me to talk about. I am not skilled at this. And yet I walk alongside you. I don't pretend to be smarter or better or wiser. One thing that I know that I can do is start to what I call shake up the snow globe or rattle some cages and start to talk about things that we haven't talked about in our profession yet and that need to be done. So again, I ask for grace as I go forward. You could hear the big pause in the beginning of this. I felt like I had lost my place. This isn't easy for me either, and that's okay. I'm modeling that I walk alongside you and I'm modeling that you too can stand up and talk about things that you think are really important, even if you don't feel that you're going to be perfect at doing it. So let's talk about these societal messages that women or people who identify as women have received. So let's look at the history. In Canada, it wasn't until the 1900s in the province of Manitoba that you had a right to own property. Uh, in the 1880s, it was for other provinces. So Ma Manitoba, as I understand, was the last province that allowed women to own property, and that was in the 1900s. In the 1960s, married women didn't work. I think that was really significant across the board in multiple countries. And in Australia, women, married women were barred from working until 1966. Think about that, 1966. So eventually laws were passed to make those changes and thank goodness they were. And here's an important point that I didn't think about until I read it in the Rachel Rogers book, which is that it also takes a very long time for customs to change. So the laws may have changed, and yet it takes a longer time for the customs to have changed. So these laws weren't changed until the 60s and 70s. I myself am born in 1970s, in the 70s. Think about people that are my age. Think about our mothers and our grandmothers who were unable to vote and have their own bank accounts and have their own credit cards or buy their own homes. This is relevant to you now because we grew up with those people. We grew up with those messages and we are trying to change and it's okay if it takes some time. Men have had a head start in building wealth. They just have. And I want you to start questioning. I don't yet have the language or my head wrapped around this, but this is an important point that I want you to start questioning how the system, this is, this is tough to say, is rigged against women and against therapists, against making money. I am not going to put my flag in the ground and say it 100% is rigged, and I'm not going to not acknowledge it. So what comes up for you when I say that? What comes up for you when I, when I query that and put that out as a statement? Educate me as well. I'd really like to hear where those people who are listening, the get paid peeps that are listening, fall on that issue of society being rigged against women and wealth. So let's start to wind this down and talk about why is it so important? Why is it so important that OTs have wealth? And again, in this, episode, in this case, we're talking about if the profession is dominated by women, therefore why it's important for women OTs to have wealth. Financial health is one of the most important determinant factors of health. We know this. We are therapists. Financial health allows us to negotiate harder when we already have a healthy bank account and we don't live in fear about losing 
revenue, losing money. We can leave relationships and jobs that no longer serve us. We can take more risks in our careers. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I wonder how many OTs are held back because they don't want to take the risks because of the financial responsibilities they have. I, I don't know. I know I took the risk because I absolutely had to take money-making steps for my family and my situation of being a single mother in 2012. And I have found that having no plan B has been very freeing and very helpful. And yet, I wonder how many out there feel quite differently. I know that Corey Rowan spoke about that in our podcast, which I think is episode 15. I'll tag it again. Women that have financial health sit on more boards and in more management positions. And this is, this is the piece that just hits home so strongly. And that is that women with wealth invest more into teams, family, and community. Again, I don't have the original data on this. This is from Forbes magazine, this particular stat. And yet that has been shown to be true across the board. Listen, I would love you to go out and buy a new pair of shoes. You go for it. I want you to feel amazing. Spend it on a spa. Spend it on a nice car. Spend it on whatever the heck you want to spend this on. Listen, I bought a Peloton. (laughs) I am not going to begrudge any spending that you want to spend on yourself. However, think about that. Teams, family, and community. What women do with wealth is significantly more to benefit the collective. If anybody has seen my IG stories recently, you know I went off on Jeff Bezos and his astronaut cowboy vanity flight. Yep, I'm saying it. I'm like taking a stance, you guys. My cheeks are bright red, but I'm taking a stance. You know, I wouldn't go off on Jeff Bezos if he hadn't done more. Would I have reacted the same way if it was Melinda Gates or Mackenzie Scott that had done that? No. I wouldn't have. This is an example of wealth not used well, in my opinion. So what can we do? Many of you are already doing it. You are growing your own OT businesses. And I cannot tell you how much that makes my heart feel full. You are looking at increasing and growing your profit. That's why I show up every day. That's what I do for a living. If you want my help, reach out and I can help guide your company to bring in more revenue and more profit in your pocket. Additionally, remember that Laura Park Figueroa and I are building the OT Entrepreneur Summit. That is so that we can all get into a room November 12th to 14th, 2021. We can get in a room together as occupational therapists. Again, the stats show the majority of us are going to be women, women identifying who are in that room this fall. And we can support each other and teach each other and raise up our companies and grow together as people so that we can get more money, get more wealth in our pockets and make a bigger impact in the world. Lastly, you can listen to podcast with Gretchen Kingma. We'll link it again, where she discusses how to use real estate as an investment tool. She's an OT who has worked in the aging in place space. She has married her skills as an OT with aging in place. 
She's got some amazing things happening in her clinical world. And in addition, she talks about how she can use wealth as an OT and a real estate agent and use real estate as a way of increasing the wealth that you can have as an occupational therapist. Listen, my heart is beating a little fast. That's not easy, but I truly, if I'm going to stand behind the OTs Get Paid brand, I'm going to have these challenging talks. And there's always an open dialogue of conversation for us to wrestle with some of these issues together. If you're moved by any of this, please make a comment. Please get back into the OTs Get Paid Facebook group. Make some comments. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. This has been OTs Get Paid, recorded live in Studio C. That's Studio Closet. I'm Trish Williams. If you have feedback on today's episode, send us a DM on IG at OTs Get Paid or join our Facebook group at OTs Get Paid. We would really love to hear from you. We'd also love it if you could subscribe and write a review for the podcast. Each month, I'll pick a random review for a shout out to get your name and business on the air. Until next time.